Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guys, the podcast now uses something called Anchor.fm. It's a podcast hosting platform. It's free, homie. And let me tell you something. I'm a big advocate of creative expression. Something I'm even more an advocate of is connecting with an audience. And that's why I love podcasts. So it's a no-brainer for me to tell you to use Anchor.fm if you want to start a podcast. Also, consider me a resource. Of course, I will help you. Just ask. Anchor.fm has an ad platform, distributes pods everywhere. It's everything you need. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my asshole podcast. I'm Danny Vega. I'm Sarah Levine. And we're here to talk about assholes yes i mean we really are that's all we really do <laughs> but never literally right that, that would be a bad show i mean i guess we could if like i had like a very or either of us had a very adventurous weekend or something like that right oh i was thinking literally like a, a butthole like am i an asshole that oh. would be it'd be like clearly you're not because <laughs> you're a human being it would be like that time that you wrote that post describing like the entire fall of lucifer and you were like am right. i the asshole and it's like <laughs> no you're satan right <laughs> right um you didn't relate with that post though because you're jewish and jews don't believe in the devil or That's are true. they the devil wow <laughs> <laughs> well i did study english so i know about the whole paradise lost thing so what's paradise lost Lost. The whole Milton poem about Satan's fall from heaven. Oh, yeah. It's how other people learn about Satan. Right. And then Dante did the nine levels of hell, which is weird because isn't Dante, oh, nine circles. What does that mean? Or whatever. I think they're just, I always thought that they were just kind of like concentric circles, like they were different levels. Have you ever seen the original Resident Evil where no. there's the hive? No. So in the original Resident Evil, and don't even bring up the Resident Evil sequels to me, people. The original <laughs> Damn, Resident Evil. that was Evil, the next thing I was going to bring up for sure. Which has a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. There's this huge underground structure where they make up all the zombie shit. And that's actually what I picture in my head when I picture <laughs> the circles of hell, the levels yeah, of hell. Yeah, like a cone made up of circles. Right. We should maybe have asshole levels, you know, different Ooh. levels of hell they can go to. Like there's like good. the first level would be like it's a parking lot and there's no <laughs> like spots. a walmart parking lot yeah yeah, it's almost like purgatory you know you're just driving yeah. around trying Ooh, to find yeah. a spot and then there's that fake out you're like are you guys leaving no we're not leaving oh okay. and then you pull in and it's just like a fucking motorcycle taking up the oh, whole spot oh, always gets yeah so all right let's start the show how about that should we do it let's do it 
We're going to start off with some guess the verdict. I got some good ones for you, Sarah. Are you ready for this? Let's fucking go. AITA for asking for a refund on my food because they didn't have the sauce I ordered by you, Dr. Flanagan. I would say no assholes here. (laughs) YTA says Hastur777. He says that seems like a really petty reason to return an order. And I got to say, I completely disagree. Yeah. They didn't have... He went to Mickey Donald's, which makes me think he's not actually Dr. Flanagan, but actually Mm. just layman Flanagan. They didn't have (laughs) sweet and sour sauce. I say that's a reasonable expectation, folks. And did he just... What was it? Like chicken nuggets or something? Yeah, he got his chicken nuggets and he was like, no, dude, I want my sweet and sour and I'm out. I came for a reason and it's a reasonable expectation. It's not like it's one of those like when they had the Rick and Morty like the Szechuan sauce when they brought it back. A temporary sauce. Yeah, that's one thing because they were like out of that shit real fast. Yeah, it's like a staple. I am totally on the side of fast food workers and stuff. I get it. But it's like, look, they're at work anyway. So what does it matter to them? that they have to refund it like so it's, an it's annoying like a dollar thing. or two it's not a big serious thing well yeah well no fuck the mcdonald's corporation i hope they lose <laughs> money every second i don't care ah, aita for making a gay joke okay well I'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna go with the way this is no you know what i'm gonna say nta Ooh, yeah i mean you're correct yes. <laughs> so the top comment nta and honestly as a fellow queer a gay calling something gay is like my favorite joke definitely seems like the friend in question was trying to seem woke, but fucked up and doesn't want to admit it. Basically, the gist was that this friend is gay. Not a lot of people know. Okay. Saw their friend post their manicure that was rainbow and they on their Instagram and they commented like maybe replied to the story and they were like, ha ha ha, that's so gay, which like, yes. But it was a rainbow thing? Yes, it was a rainbow thing. Then the friend blasted them publicly like with their photo, username and everything, calling them a homophobe, forcing that friend to be like, hey, I'm actually gay. Can you take it down? And then that other friend was like, didn't respond. Calling a rainbow gay is like not even a joke. Yeah, I think it's just kind of legitimate. That's the flag. Right. Like that's (laughs) just the logo. Like that'd be like calling the Ku Klux Klan racist and someone in the Klan is like mad at you. You're like, well, no, that's the premise (laughs) of your organization, good sir. I don't think that person was an asshole for saying that joke and they shouldn't be forced to out themselves to prove that they're not homophobic. No. I mean, no, because I do think it's offensive to be like, oh, oh, I like listening to musicals. Oh, that's gay. Yeah, exactly. That's offensive. But like the, the rainbow literally... Like what? AITA for warning. My slashed tire paid for 11 years after it happened by you, Dinkelberg 08. Dude, yeah, you're the asshole. Okay, I think we might fight a little bit here. Here's the story. His friend (laughs) knew who did it. Person who lived without the apartment complex, but like didn't tell him out of fear. For 11 years? Yep. Okay, well, I guess going. it came up, you know, it was the kind of thing where he like it blew over and then he brought it up. He's like, oh, remember when we lived at the quadrangles and the friend's like, oh, yeah, yeah. actually, I knew the girl was slushed her tire. So anyway, wow. he ends up messaging her on ye old Facebook <laughs> and she's like, I'm a poor single mother and I can't afford to pay you. And she has three kids and gives all these reasons. But no. she says sorry and confesses to the crime. So then he doubles down and says, I'm going to the cop. 
stops if you don't pay. And she says, okay, give me your P.O. box and I'll pay you. If it was me, I would have just pulled a shaggy and been like, it wasn't me. 11 years after the fact. Also, what is really the recourse? The cops, there's got to be like some sort of statute of limitations. 11 years later. There is, ridiculous. but aren't you one of these people who's like, the law is the law. This is a show about assholes. Dude, no. I mean, it's 11 years. You should just let it go. It's like, what? A couple, a, a tire is like three or so hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. 11 years ago. So she slashed his tire. No. It's messed up. If I were her, I would have just called his wealth and been like, okay, go to the cops. See what they're going to do. Right. Which is nothing. guess the verdict? What did you guess the verdict was? Oh, I you said, said you YTA. were asshole. Okay, so you were right. <laughs> Sherpa Jones says YTA. <laughs> Sherpa Jones. I know, right? <laughs> wow, that's so funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> because you picture a Sherpa. It's like, hello, I'm Mr. Jones. Let yeah, me take you up the mountain. Like a Sherpa mixed with like motherfucker jones like from horrible bosses (laughs) yta you don't need the money and you're willing to put the threat of police action on a single mom who can't afford to pay you it was 10 years ago don't forget to calculate interest slash s which means he's being sarcastic yeah to try to just threaten police action to strong arm someone when you probably don't have a case is pretty assholey I guess, like the guy with the slot wrong. machine. It's wrong. If someone came to me, look, I've never slashed someone's tires. I I haven't done it yet. I can't think of a of a situation I've done like graffiti or something. But look, I I think out of human decency, first of all, this is a personal attack, right? He, she attacked his car. There was some like some biff or some some okay. some beefage, some some, beef. some guff, as you like <laughs> some guff. So look, I disagree, Sarah. I think there's no statute of limitations on being a good person. Person. Oh Thank you. God. I mean, look, I'm I trying to think that. if I one time I threw a rock at a house. OK, it wasn't really a rock. This is kind of weird. To so what was it? It was like this heavy, like weight thing. OK, it was about the size of like a big tennis ball. All right. And so for whatever reason, we were like, let's throw it. You know, how kids are like, let's throw it and see yeah. what happens. And there was these this is like in a shitty development in Casa Grande. You know where most of my mem- memories are in unfinished <laughs> housing development. So we threw it at this like ramada that had like a tin a tin roof like a hotel no uh do you know what a ramada is like a no i thought it was a hotel chain um there's another word for these things okay a ramada it's like there's like four pillars and it holds up a conical the word it's not gonna make me know it but no you're explaining it you don't know what i'm talking about it's like a little (laughs) fucking thing that white people sit in and it's like at parks what do you call it gazebo gazebo ramadas and gazebo is not the same thing i don't know what a ramada is so we can repeat it a million more times and i'm not gonna know until i look it up right now because i'm pretty sure (laughs) that i don't know what a ramada is either apparently anyway look i threw it at this gazebo it boomed off the roof, flies, like it got way so much air and hit some guy's shitty house because it's oh, a housing no. development. And it made a huge dent in the gazebo. So that part was satisfying. <laughs> um, so then it hits his house and he comes out and he's like, boys, what's going on? And we're like, nothing. And so <laughs> we all said nothing. He went back into his house and then I felt super guilty. So I ended up going and being like, hey, I did this. I damaged your house. It was a gazebo bounce off hit i'm very <laughs> sorry and he's like oh my insurance will cover it's no big deal anyway okay. i'm trying to think if i had done something like that and someone came to me many, 11 years later and they asked me for 200 dollars. i mean you know i'm not a single mother but i would feel i would feel guilty and if they had me and, and i knew i did it i would pay them 
I think he was the asshole not for asking, but for kicking it up a notch and like threatening police action. So you say everyone sucks here. Sure. So I threw this one in here. Just this is obvious. This isn't part of the game, <laughs> but I just had to talk about it. Somebody put donkey worker wrote AITA <laughs> for playing an air horn sound every time the annoying person coughs on the train. Oh, my God. You're the hero. What? I'm just kidding. Oh, it's annoying. Like, What's wrong with you? No, you're the asshole. So I have a story about this because it's like it's coughing. So I uh, I went on a cruise with my friends and we got a three person cabin because I'm a cheapo. So like it was like a nine day cruise and I paid like 700 bucks. So I had to sleep on like a fold out. On the trip, I get a cold. And so I take a Benadryl and melatonin, like basically give myself a, you know, wicked freaking concoction. Yeah, just like knock yourself out once a day. So I can't really sleep. You know, and, I, and I'm coughing and I'm coughing. Finally, I drift off to sleep. Next thing I know, it's 3 a.m. And my friend who's a bodybuilder, who's like pretty scary looking, like he's ne- never like threatened me in any real way before, is freaking losing it. Like yelling at me. Yo. And like saying, I forget if he was saying like get out, but like I felt very threatened. And then I was like talking what? shit to him because like I'm on Benadryl. So I'm like kind of yeah. messed up. I'm like confused. Yeah, I'm loopy. I'm loopy and I'm angry because I've been woken up and I also wanted to sleep. Yes. So I just scream at the top of my lungs because <laughs> I'm so frustrated. And then I went out to the balcony because I was afraid he was going to attack me. <laughs> um, anyway, so I obviously couldn't sleep on the balcony. So I ended up leaving the room and sleeping in like the solarium, which was basically like an outdoor space by the pool. Oh, my um, God. Pretty long night. But yeah, coughing. That's rough. So you were asleep and thereby not coughing and he lost his no, shit No, I at was you? coughing. I was, I was, that's why I said that. Cause I was like on this, you know, I, I was able to sleep. You can, you can cough while you sleep. If you're like talented, like. <laughs> if you're talented. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was an awkward morning and, and I was like super aggro, but like, I got it. Like he, I hate that. he couldn't sleep. Like yeah. he's a super light sleeper. And, but it's not like you wanted to be coughing. Like right. you weren't doing it out of spite. But he was getting worked up because, you know, he was I mean, he was being held up till 3 a.m. And so we were right. kind of in like I was able to empathize with him because I was like, yeah, because yeah, I was literally so angry because I had finally fallen asleep. Ugh, no assholes here. So Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Well, we got a couple stories for you guys today. Our second story of the day, AITA, if I don't let my daughter put a lock on her door. But first... AITA for catfishing my underage sister on Tinder and humiliating her in order to teach her a lesson by you fun T not funny fun T underscore Tinder underscore prank. Last week I was using my sister Ashley's phone because mine was dead and I needed to call a friend to confirm plans. Dialing my friend's number, I saw a Tinder notification of some dude messaging her immediately. I asked why she's on Tinder. She's 17. And she grabbed her phone back and said, none of your business. I wanted to give her the Benny of the D. Maybe she's just swiping for fun. So I didn't want to go straight to ratting her out 
out to our parents to test her. I made a fake Tinder profile and messaged her to see if she responded. I asked a good friend from back in college who happens to be a male model, Kevin, if he'd mind if I use his pictures. He thought it was hilarious. Oh, Kevin, always down for a silly Tinder thing. I quickly found my sister's account. Her age was set to 19. Lie, she's still in high school. So I was definitely more suspicious of her now. I super liked and less than an hour later, she matched and messaged me. I set up a date to a fancy restaurant downtown for Sunday afternoon and told her we could, quote, head to my place afterwards, end quote. She was receptive and said she'd meet me there. She told her parents she was hanging out with one of her track friends and spending the night at her place. After she left, I told her parents everything and showed them the messages. They were pissed, and I suggested we all go to the restaurant. My dad and I just went instead and saw her sitting at a table alone, all dolled up, waiting for, quote, Jim. My dad went up to her and said, Jim's not coming. And she screamed and asked what we were doing there. I told her that there was no gym and that it was stupid of her to be trying to meet grown men on Tinder at her age. My dad harped onto that and lectured her on lying and meeting strange men on the internet and being so willing to go back to a stranger's place. We were a bit loud, so people were starting to look at us, and my sister eventually burst into tears and ran out. I told my friends in a group chat the situation, and they all agreed it was hysterical, except two of my female friends who said I was a, quote, effing dick and, quote, cruel to her. My other friends defended me and said she needed to be taught a lesson. Wondering who's right and if I went too far, AITA. Quick question. Do you think 17 is too young to use Tinder? Obviously, there's age of consent because we keep talking about the law. And yeah. it's like, I mean, it, it's kind of ridiculous. It's like, so if you're 17 and 364 days old, you're not old. You know what I mean? Like You sign up through Facebook for most of these dating apps. Sure. You only have to be like 13 years old. Sure, to use Facebook. To be able to use Facebook. Obviously, you can't be 13 on a dating app, but I don't really know what the official age is. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, look, if, guy, if, I, if I knew like a 19 year old dating a 17 year old, I'd be like, yeah, dude, whatever. Like, yeah, that's you know, that's probably called fair a, in most states. Now, look, I'm going to be honest. I've been looking at a lot of age of consent laws. And that's <laughs> not a great FBI thing. The FBI has asked him a few right. questions. Well, it's not a great thing to say at a party. People are <laughs> like, what are you up to? Where are you going well, on vacation? Well, I'm going to Thailand. No, but uh, I was curious about the Epstein case. Because I was like, why these girls were 14? Yeah. Well, I was like, why don't these billionaires just go to countries where the age of consent is lower and mm. then this can be legal? I mean, if you're a millionaire, Correct. what's yeah. the problem? Yeah, just charter your private jet. Um, and there are some countries where the age of consent is lower, but there's like a whole legal kind of morass around it. Like in Japan, the age of consent is like crazy. I think it's like 13. <laughs> and you're like, Ugh, what is going that's on? Yikes. It is yikes. But then it's like there's actually like local laws that make it much higher almost everywhere uh on the general subject i mean it doesn't seem that egregious for me for a 17 year old to be on the tindy hooking Honestly, up with no. people her age and i talked to a lot of our interns and a lot of them are on tinder which first of all why college is its own tinder it's just real life tinder <laughs> college is tinder IRL. but like i was 17 my freshman year in college if people are doing that i don't think that's fucking crazy i think it's yeah, she shouldn't lie about her age. You were 17 I, in college? Yeah, because I have like an October birthday. So when I first got there, I was 17. Oh. Um, so I don't think that's weird. I, I also really want to know how old the brother is that he's like so involved in this girl's dating life. Like that's very strange to me. I mean, let's just go into their side a little bit. Okay. If I'm a dad, if I'm a brother, going to be a little protective about the 17 year old. She's in high school. And look, she wasn't using the app to meet someone her own age. 
she wasn't. She, right. This guy was a male model. Well, okay, yeah, come on. You don't want to. You don't like need to use Tinder to meet fellow seventeen-year-olds. Yeah, like, but go to school. That's a little weird. A seventeen-year-old going out with a twenty-three-year-old, and, and it's not that she's going out. She's also, you know, going to his house, spend the night at his house. I mean, I get why this is. It doesn't alarming. say spending the night. Well, he kind of stresses that there. the intent was there, right? The intent, yeah, which also is weird. Yeah, I mean, it's a little to do sleuthy. to your sister. Like, that's just fucking weird. I mean, <sighs> she was lying on the app. Yes. But who doesn't lie? I don't know. I think it's who a, doesn't lie on dating apps. If the brother had gone and seen her profile and then said, hey, I love you, sis. I'm a little disconcerted. Yeah. That feels like a good brotherly response. Yeah. Because he was snooping to begin with, too. Like, he was on her phone, whatever. He got a note. He saw the notification. That's fine. Instead of just being like, oh, kids are on Tinder now. He was like, oh, let me just go through her profile to figure out what she's doing. Like, he had to take a lot of steps to figure out what she was doing on there. Yeah, that could have just been a conversation. So when I think of it that way, I'm like, well, no, this was clearly not the best route of action. Not at all. And everyone pretty much sees eye to eye on our old Facebook group. Autumn M says, you're not an asshole for being concerned for your underage sister, but to humiliate her in public and to create a scene and rat her out to your parents in such an unloving way is pretty shitty. Her behavior is dangerous and likely stems from some actual issue for her that now may never get healthily addressed. I think that's taking it a little bit far. Yeah, what issue does she have? Exactly, we don't know. I know, yeah, she's 17. Women are told like literally from puberty that like you have to date old Older men, guys your age are way too immature to even keep up on your level. Like we're told right. this all the time. It's not that insane for a 17-year-old to like try to date older people. Now, given her age, right. it's creepy when you consider like the older people who would date a 17-year-old, but like her desires are not necessarily weird unless she's like trying to bed these like 40-year-old dudes on Tinder. I mean, even that, I, I've been thinking about that. I, I've been working on a joke about that, you know, because they that is the the stereotype that if a young girl sleeps with older men. They say she has daddy issues. But who are we to say, right? Maybe she just likes older guys. Aren't there a lot of good reasons to like older guys? They're more mature. They're more wise. They have more money. Those are good reasons. Yeah, we're just always told that like men, that they just mature way slower than us. So you're like kind of pushed to go after older guys. But then when you do, people say you have daddy issues. So you can't win. Yeah, and I, I definitely see eye to eye with you on like, People are buying off more than they can chew. Kelsey R. NTA, she's still a baby. And imagine if she left to go meet some guy and never came home. Okay, uh, but like, is she a, ba- a, a, a baby? A baby? Yeah. No. No. No, she's a kid. Yeah, I mean, I see why dad would be, like, I see why they would be alarmed. But I see why just... the parents would be, because, like, that's your baby. I could be, like, 23 and go on a date, and my dad would be like, never. <laughs> it never fades. Sarah C. says her behavior isn't safe, but there are about a thousand better ways you could have handled the situation. YTA, no doubt. My entire thing was, like, none of his impulses were necessarily wrong, and I understand the feelings, but there were about a gajillion better ways to handle this than to set up a fake date and then do this whole like gotcha moment in right. public. This entire thing hinged on shaming and my initial thought was when you do that to a person, they're not going to stop doing what they're doing. They're just going to maybe be more secretive about it. 
And that is backed up. So basically, I did this research. There's obviously all different types of shaming. The first one that came to mind was like fat shaming. It's been proven doesn't work to help people motivate people to lose weight. And actually, studies have found that it does the opposite. That's not totally analogous. I did find an article in Psychology Today that just talked about shaming in general. And it said that research has suggested that humiliation is especially damaging when inflicted by an attachment figure such as a parent or primary caregiver. So I'm like, this perhaps had the opposite effect. Basically, they say making someone we admire and love proud of us is important to our evaluation of self-worth. Feeling supported and valued contributes to our sense of trust and security, whereas feeling rejected, and I would argue shamed, increases anxiety and social isolation. So I just I, wow. I just felt like this was totally the wrong yeah, no, way to go about here, this. Memories of having been shamed by a parent have been found to correlate more closely with internal shame and depression than did memories involving others. Double whammy of bad Wow. So that's a really, really, the son is like a young idiot, but the dad. (laughs) young idiot. (laughs) The dad is really the big asshole. Because it's like, what are you doing? I can't imagine my dad being like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to go in this plan to prank my own daughter. Prank your daughter. Oh yeah. Damage her irreparably for (laughs) life. Yeah, there's just no way to go about it. I don't think there was any way around that. Kevin Hendricks had some pretty specific, uh, Kevin. <laughs> pretty specific complaints. Is it the male model, Kevin? We'll never know. We'll never know. He said, <laughs> YTA for the butchering of my dad harped onto that. What the F do you think a harp does? It's not a freaking lamprey, dude. It's huh? a musical instrument. Harping on comes from harping on the same string or saying the same thing over and over. Celine says, dude, that type of behavior terrifies me. It's setting up dudes for statutory rape charges. That's so unfair fair. Yes, I definitely did this stuff too. Whoa, a lot there. I mean, that is true. And I hadn't really thought of that. And it it can sound like a little bit men's rightsy to be like, but what about the man's? Well, it does sound men's rightsy to be like, that type of behavior terrifies me. It's like, oh, really? It's like, that's what's terrifying to you? Okay, cool. Watch the fucking news. That's what terrifies you? Okay. Yeah, well, and if you're a man and you're terrified, it's like, well, maybe don't make a habit of sleeping with girls who are fresh out of high school, Roger. That's I mean, odd. I would get into this argument like literally on at least three separate occasions when okay. like, do you know the whole thing with Takashi 6 9 He's a rapper. He was caught. He was 19. He was caught on video in this sex tape with a 13-year-old. Jesus. Yeah, I know. He fucking is garbage, but I got into multiple arguments with men, also incidentally, all in Bushwick, about how like, oh, he didn't know. False. He knew. 13? Uh, like, uh, have you seen the way 15-year-olds look on Instagram nowadays with their titties out, blah, blah, blah. And every single time I was like, no, I've worked with children. I have observed children. You can tell when someone is 15 years old. When you're a 19 year old, you can tell. Like, I don't want to hear this shit. A 13 year old. Yeah. My God. You can tell when someone is 13. Yeah, they're like bones aren't fully formed. Yeah, they have fucking braces. Not all of them. But yeah. you, like, you can just tell. Also, like, you listen to them talk and they say things a 13 year old would say. Yeah, so like, I, I just, I don't know. I hate that argument. I'm like, you can kind of tell when someone looks like an actual child and also if you're downing it, don't sleep with them. Maybe. Ask to see right. some ID. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Get a bouncer in there. Jose G said, need more info. Did someone you heard your dad tip the restaurant? <laughs> Which Dude, I are just, you serious? <laughs> I just felt was another victim of this little punked. Also, the people whose meal was ruined by right, this weird right. hijinks. 
Don't you shouldn't shame your kids. Maybe shame. Just like talk to them. What's the big deal? There's a million different ways you could have handled this. That would have been better. And OP did a little snarky edit. And they said, and to the people who said she'll never speak to me again, we just finished playing FIFA for the last hour. So, okay, well, I hope she kicked your ass. AITA for catfishing my underage sister on Tinder and humiliating her in order to teach her a lesson. (laughs) Yes. YTA. So, Sarah, you were texting me. Now, this is Sarah and I's relationship now, everybody. We just yep. sort of text each other about the individuals that we have <laughs> to deal with in the world. You ran into a woman who oh. threw a fit about gazpacho. This lady. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. I was at brunch with two of my friends. It was restaurant week. Okay. So, they they have like, you got like a two-course menu for like less money than you'd pay at the restaurant, typically. We're sitting there, this table of eight people. There are also like a couple of babies. They're getting their checks. This woman starts like getting progressively louder and more agitated. I'm like, oh, yes. I start listening to this. So she starts just like going off on the waitress. She had many complaints. One of the complaints was, we all came here to eat together, and there's eight of us, and we all got our food at different times. Another complaint was then that the fries were soggy, so they had to send them back, which oh, also further boy. fucked up the like harmony of their meal. Ugh. First favorite complaint was that she complained her gazpacho was cold. That's what gazpacho is it is terrible so she's like not wrong on some level but yes and then she also as the the woman was apologizing she was getting mad at her because she was like well this is that's just so scripted your apology is so scripted like oh my i'm not even joking (laughs) your apology is too scripted it's like ma'am what do you want you're being an asshole they probably have a script for you guys and she also was like, oh, well, you're just like, it's restaurant week, so you're just serving your cheapest food or your cheapest soup. And it's like, okay, well, you don't have to order off the restaurant week right. menu. You can order off the full menu. And then they tried to comp dessert and they were like, well, we have a show. We don't have time. Like, that's the whole reason why we're here. And I was like, first of all, we're in Flatiron. Like, what show are you seeing around here? Right. I need to know the name. She was she the was- show. She was the show. I really wanted to videotape it, but then I was like, this lady's going to see, and then she's going to yell at me. It's going to be a whole thing. Well, we should audio record it next time. (gasps) I don't think it would have picked up, but you're right. Maybe. There is a notion, and we've run into it before on the pod, in the case of, remember the douchebag who like tipped 18 cents? Yeah. And then the waitress like acted some kind of way and she, yes. and he's like, how dare you act some kind of way? And it's yes. like, that's not part of the job about being a waiter or a server is that you have to always act like everything's great. Always like, thank you for 18 cents. Like depending on the restaurant, unfortunately, in this country, sometimes it is like okay, that. No, no, I'm not saying when when like when you sit down, obviously they need to be like, hey, thank well, thank you yeah. for coming to Shoney's. I don't hate you, obviously. OK, yeah, there's this idea of like this extra thing where it's like, oh, your apology acting isn't good enough. And it's like, well, no, yeah, it's lady, like, we'll like, get like, fucked, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, no, but. I agree. I, we do have this customer is always right thing and initially if in customer service they do have to be gracious about apologizing if your complaints are somewhat reasonable but like yeah they don't have to sit there and like come up with an original monologue to your bullshit oh and the other thing i forgot they ate all the food oh get out of here that was the other thing they ate all the food so this poor fucking woman was clearly like well you're just making some shit up to get a free meal you probably do this everywhere yeah i'm not gonna act like like that you're a total saint right now right Ah, fuck that woman. Hope you're listening. Is that burger and lobster? The food was good though. Oh, burger and lobster is pretty good. 
Yeah. So I actually did yell at someone about an apology. I just remembered because you know what? I think he was like hesitant to apologize and like just did nothing to fix the problem. So I had this really nice backpack being sent to me when I was a product reviewer. And uh, it was like a $400 backpack. It's really nice. And they FedEx... The FedEx website said it was sent to like a CVS near me for a pickup huh. location. What? And then it just wasn't there. And it was super confusing. The website was confusing. And they had like sent it back to the shipper. No. And I was like so angry. And the guy was just like, yeah, we're sorry. And I was like, okay, but like, I get that you're sorry, sir, but that's not the end of this. Right. It's like you have to be sorry and then also try to do something to remedy the problem. Exactly. Exactly. And so I like kind of berated him because it was all I had. <laughs> and I was just I just have this backpack and that's all I have to my name. <laughs> right. I was like, I was like, sir, like, how do you feel working for an organization that treats people like this? And oh just my God. I was. I was totally caring. I don't know what's a step beyond counting because now you just came for like Danny Vega morality. Yeah, that was my own <laughs> my own level. AITA, if I don't let my daughter put a lock on her door by you, throw away, throw a wah, no why, 223. My daughter has recently turned 16 and, comma, for a couple of months now, has been constantly asking for a lock to be put on her door. She says it's to keep her brother out, who barges into her room every now and then to bother her. But I'm not sure if the benefit is worth having the lock in place. I don't like the secrecy of her locking herself in her room, and I'm worried she's trying to hide something from me or that she'll take the opportunity to lock me out. I admit that I've forgotten to knock sometimes, but other than that, I see no reason as to why she'd need a lock. The way I see it, it's my house, and I am simply unwilling to have any locks put in anywhere. She's young and doesn't really know what she's asking for, so would I be the asshole if I don't let her get the lock installed? Here we fucking go with the My House, My Rules. Oh, Let's just change the name of the podcast at this point. Yeah, My House, My Rule. Yeah, yes. the phrase Your House, Your Rules at least three times in this comment thread. So You could have used this on Guess the Verdict because if I had just heard that, I would say, oh, no assholes here. But reading this guy's rationale is making me lean towards he's the asshole. His inability to see her side at all is definitely alarming to me because it's like, dude, like you can't think of any reasons why a 16-year-old would need a lock because I can. Well, that's not it to me, actually. I don't think my parents let me have a lock on the door because my mom is so like, she just thinks things are fire hazards and she just wouldn't want that to happen. His total apparent lack of trust in his daughter is what's making me lean towards YTA. It's not like, oh, it's unsafe. Like he's like, she's definitely hiding something in there. And I just think about certain like bodily functions. Well, you, you know. can just teach people to not barge in the room. That would have the same effect. And that is a line that really triggered me because I'm like, this guy has a boundary issue. Yeah, and so you, does the son. He says, I admit I've forgotten to knock. No. And that just shows like you're not respecting her space. He doesn't respect her space. He doesn't even acknowledge that she needs space. I mean, look, yeah. I, I think, and a lot of people said this, so let me just say, Anna M says, you would be the asshole if you didn't. I had a lock on my door growing up like a knob lock. I don't think you should ever give a kid a deadbolt in case there is an emergency. Knob locks can be unlocked in case of an emergency. And that's exactly what I had growing up. All right. You familiar with the knob locks, Sarah? I know how they work. Yes. It's great. I think a knob lock is is so reasonable. If you need to get in, you can get in. But it buys the person some time if, if they're being barged into for whatever reason. But come on. If you just taught people to respect closed doors, you wouldn't have the need for a lock. And if that were the way we were going with this reasoning, then I would see it. But that's not where 
where we're going. It's not the lock. You know what I mean? It's what the lock represents. Right, right. And she needs the lock because her brother is disrespectful. Aaron B says, sounds like the convo you should be having is with your son. Boom. Correct. Sydney H says, YTA, she's at an age where she needs privacy. If she's making poor decisions, having a lock or not isn't going to change the decision she's making. But I agree with Anna that it should be a knob lock. People love the knob lock. Also, does anyone have a deadbolt in their room? Is that a thing that rooms are equipped with? Right. That's ridiculous. I mean, I've lived in apartment. I think that's a move that some like apartment complexes do. In your room? Yeah, because it's kind of like it's your room and your roommates don't have access. Okay, that's fine. I don't even have a a lock in my apartment complex room. Not in New York City, like in a college dormy kind of situation where Um, you're like your room A and it's your room. Got it, got it, got it. Sarah M says, YTA, the girl has to masturbate at some point, you dingus. She wrote that in all caps. I just feel like that needs to be emphasized. Sorry, let me take it again. Yes. Sarah M says, YTA, the girl has to masturbate at some point, you dingus. (laughs) Is that an all caps read? Yeah, that's not how I would have read it, but I like that. Connie B coming in with a big old (laughs) nasty. Nasty hot take. I love good oh. old Connie. NTA, those nasty teenage creatures are always up to no good. Your job is to make their home life so miserable. They'll want to grow up and get out as soon as possible. Take it from a woman who has raised a few. If you give her a lock, then she'll want a mini fridge. The next thing you know, she's 40 watching the Gilmore Girls on the big screen while you hide out in your bedroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mini fridges are the real enemy of this society. I mean, look, I think there's a balance here. You don't want to let your kid have total autonomy. There needs to be like some respect of their boundaries, though, and let them have a little privacy. I mean, look, yeah. if, if your kid's doing coke in their bedroom, they're going to get away <laughs> with it. They don't need your lock. They'll just go to the bathroom. They'll find yeah. a way. So it's like, let them have a little, have some respect, have the conversation. But like, I don't think it's a, that big a deal. I also think if the dad really just doesn't want to have her to have a lock, then he needs to not barge in her room, punish the brother for barging in her room, and then boom. He doesn't even mention that. He just glazes over that. He's just like, oh, the son barges into her room every now and then to bother her. But yeah, It's like, know. don't do that. Say what? something, dad. Why isn't yeah, he being on, disciplined? I say put a deadbolt on the front of the brother's door. Cage that kid <laughs> in. Yes, there we go. Bottom line, I think we agree. ATA, if I don't let my daughter put a lock on her door, I st- I'm going to go YTA. I'll also go YTA. Now it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show, listener submissions. AITA, the asshole for blowing my nose at my desk. That's how they wrote the submission title. Am I the asshole? The asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I work in a pretty busy office with a lot of people around me. Four people share large cubicles. Everyone in my cubicle is usually wearing headphones, but the guy behind me is the one who got me sick. So I don't give a F if it bothers him. But there's other people on the other sides of our walls who can definitely hear me. I should also note that I'm getting over a cold. I already work from home as much as I can this week. So I'm blowing my nose a lot and it's extra gross sounding. But also, if I get up every single time, I won't get anything done. So, AITA. My number one question is, is anyone actually bothered by this? Because by all indications, nobody gives a fuck. He hasn't said that anybody's mad. Are they just self-conscious about it? Self-conscious? Or is this a validation post? Yeah, you're right. I hadn't even thought of that. And like four people share large cubicles. I mean, come on. That's enough of a separation. That's muffled. Unless this guy has like a permanent sinus infection, which I can relate to, and he's blowing his nose all the time, I think people can be reasonable and be like, oh, it's a cold, it'll pass. Right. Crystal C says, NTA, what are you supposed to do? Sniffing up your snot every four seconds is even more annoying. I agree with that. Those people. Yeah, sniffling sucks. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. Connie B. Oh, boy. 
YTA, disgusting. (laughs) 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 Always with the alternative take. She goes, even worse are the barbarians who blow it at the dinner table. Take your mucus to the bathroom. Ain't nobody wanting to hear you snot your brains out. I would be gagging on the other side of that cubicle. All right. Well, most people (laughs) on the other side of the cubicle are wearing headphones. I don't I'm not super grossed out either by like boogies, like in a nose. Like it's just, (laughs) you know, I mean, I don't want to see it. Yeah. It's not a super gross sound. I'm biased. I feel like I'm a frequent nose blower, so I really cannot comment. However, doing it at the table is gross. The dinner table is a little gross. You say go to the bathroom to blow your nose. Just if like you're at just dinner? step away from the table. Just don't do it in like the the vast direction of the food. Like just just turn away. Oh yeah, I turn away. Like what if you sneeze? You just sneeze. You cover your mouth, dude. Yeah, you cover your mouth and face yeah. a different direction. Yeah, you don't have to like get up and go to the bathroom every time. But like, That's yeah, crazy. just don't be sitting here like while everyone's eating dinner. Like Scotty J responds to Connie. He said, eating boogers is gross. Blowing your nose is a professional hygienic way to clear music. <laughs> to clear mucus. <laughs> and music. I'm sorry, professional? Is yeah, it professional no. to blow your nose? That seems like a uh, high bar, Scotty. I know. Can we endorse that as a skill on LinkedIn? <laughs> right. <laughs> Brianna S. says, NTA, I've worked with people who get pissed off about that stuff. One time I had, to, I had something go down the wrong pipe. After a few minutes of it clearing up, I had a lady silently walk up to me and put a cough drop on my desk and then walk away. People okay, are assholes. That, maybe that's kind of nice. I would be happy if I, my throat was like really scratchy. Somebody gave me a cough drop. I think silently giving it, though, is a little shady. You got to be like, hey, I can hear you coughing. I, I have a cough drop if you want one. Right. That seems a little bit also, more. Also, cough drops don't really work. They, uh, I mean, you've got to get Fisherman's Wharf or whatever that brand is. Have you what ever is had that? that? Yeah, no, I used to think the same like you. I, I used yeah, to Yeah, like think, a Halls is just a candy with exactly. a little bit of menthol. I used to say that exact thing. And oh then I tried these Fisherman's whatever. Uh. I don't know what they're called. And these things have like a gram of menthol or something. <laughs> and they like numb your throat. It's awesome. Damn. Okay, I have one important comment. And it is that everybody here is the asshole because the correct verdict is no assholes here. Oh, you're coming no for one the commenters? Else, yes, no one else is an asshole. I need you guys all to understand this. It drives me fucking insane. By saying NTA, you are also saying that the other person is the asshole, but nobody here is an asshole since nobody was presumably even bothered by this at all. Got him. Keeping the commenters <laughs> on their toes. Nonetheless, we agree. A-T-A, the asshole for blowing my nose at my desk. No assholes here. No assholes here. AITA for asking my friend to cover her tattoos in my wedding photo. Do you have any tattoos, Sarah? I don't. Uh, I was hoping you did and we would argue more, but we'll see what happens. I love one of my best friends with all my heart, which is probably why I never told her how much I hate the look of tats. As a bridesmaid, we agree on a dress she would wear for the wedding, and I'm afraid to ask her to wear a shawl that is even provided so that my future children do not grow up with a picture showing tattoos in our home. They're on her shoulders and she doesn't live nearby, so I don't have to see them much. And as much as I love her, I feel that the look will cheapen and somehow taint the memory of my wedding day if I have to look at a silly dinosaur and whatever else <laughs> and whatever else she's doodled on herself. Yo, this is so harsh. This is nuts. I this honestly this issue comes up so often in the subreddit. Am I the asshole for asking my bridesmaids to alter their appearance for one day of my life? But this lady is demonizing tattoos to an insane degree. Like she doesn't want her future children to be exposed to tattoos. Like ma'am, it's 2019. Like my boss has tattoos. You can it's not a big fucking deal. Like t- I know teachers who have tattoos. Like I know, they're gonna see them. I get it, but like I don't know. I think tattoos are kind of trashy. I'm willing Ugh. to be talked off. 
I'm willing to be talked off. I'm just being honest. When I see tattoos, I go, oh, they're poor. I have that thought. What? I know it's wrong. Tattoos are expensive. I know, but like, I just think like, I don't know. I judge people for having tattoos. I don't think it's right. I want you to convince me that I'm wrong. But I don't know how to convince you that you're wrong because if this is what you believe and you're like, I don't know, 29? How old are you? Here's what I think. I'm like, I don't know what I could say to convince you. Well, I haven't put that much thought into it. (laughs) You know, I guess I I think, look, if you need, if if your personality, if the method you've chosen of expressing that is by getting shitty art and almost all of it shitty. I do see good tattoos. If I see a well done tattoo, that might make me not have so many negative thoughts. There's so many well done tattoos. I'll send you some Instagrams. A lot are bad though. Many are bad. I would say most are bad. Hear me out. I'm like, this person is an adult and they chose to get a picture of a dinosaur on their body. I don't think this person really had a dinosaur. I think this lady's making this up. Whatever. I'm not saying this situation. I'm saying my general attitude tats. And I'm like, if that's the way you've chosen to express your personality, you must kind of have a shitty personality or not be very bright. And that's how I think of it. Okay, that's kind of fucked up. I don't even know what to say. I've truly never encountered this before. I just think it's kind of corny. It can be corny. I agree. Certain tattoos can certainly be corny, but I don't think all tattoos are corny. I don't think it looks good either. Like, I don't know. I've seen a lot of tattoos that look pretty cool. Yeah, no, but they I've look seen cool. a lot that look shitty. So, I mean, a few. So, but do you think it makes a person look better? I will say that I think they're they can be intriguing. Then why don't you have any, Sarah? Because there's nothing that I personally love enough to put on my body forever. Also, my dad would kill me. <laughs> so you're you're but under more duress. the first thing. No, I mean more the first thing. It's like I think tattoos look cool, and like I'm not opposed to getting one. There's just nothing that I would want to get. So like I'm not gonna get one. Right now. The closest analogy I can come up with, and this is pretty stupid, is Here we go. bumper stickers. Okay. It's kind of similar. It's like you drive around a car, you could express yourself. But I mean, you don't that's have what Kim to. Kardashian says. She's like, well, why would you put bumper stickers on a Lamborghini? It's like, okay, Kim. Ugh. If you're a car, you're like the plastic Hot Wheels car at this point. But, anyways. Well, yeah, and she's not she like. She's great, but yeah, still. She's not like a Lamborghini. She's really like a Honda Civic with like a fake, huge ass spoiler. Yeah, like, like she went on Pimp My Ride. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yes, we agree on that. All right. Look, I think I'm a little bigoted on tattoos, but I'm going to back off because I, when I really think about it, look, they're not hurting anyone. I admit yes. some look good. The, look here. Can I say this? Sarah? Okay. Let me have this. All right. If you're going to get a tattoo, people just put a little extra thought. That's all I'm saying. I see a lot of tattoos. Oh, oh, oh you well, know. this I read this on Reddit. This is what I think about tattoos. And I, I really agreed with this person. They're like, if you want to get a tattoo, let's say today I decide I want to get a tattoo of a sunflower on my shoulder blade. I need to sit on that idea for an entire year. Yes. And if I still want that a year from now, I get it. But if I change my mind and decide I want something else, I have to wait another year from that day. So I think that's a cool rule. I'm behind that. But the bigger issue is like this lady is demonizing tattoos. She's so weird. She thinks they're going to taint the memory of her wedding day. And I, I run into these questions all the time on the subreddit and others and just like general wedding groups and blogs that I'm in. And what it always comes down to is if you're inviting someone to be a bridesmaid to your wedding, that's indicating that they are super important to you as a friend or a family member. Right. The fact that this person's tattoos are meaning more yeah, than yeah, your yeah. friendship is like mad fucked up. I, I feel you there. It is it is really messed up because even with my bigoted views about tattoos, which I'm going to work on, <laughs> internalized tattoo phobia. Yeah, I we have all it. know that people with tattoos are in a press class in this society. They are. <laughs> 
I still think it's messed up that like this late in the game, she would bring it up. Now, I think right. if when she like sent out invitations or whatever, or when she did this process, she put it in as a little clause. Like I would really appreciate you covering up any tattoos you have, or even not wording it that way. She no. would be like, um, not exposing any, uh, piercings or other extraneous no. body art or accessories. No, no. I think no? What, the only way she could play this is number one, they're on her shoulders. You choose, a short sleeve dress for everyone or you make everyone wear a shawl. But also if you're singling out one other person by making them wear a shawl, they're also going to stand out in your photos yeah, one no, way or the other. So you, you got to pick a rule you applied for everyone. If it doesn't work, then you have to get the fuck over yourself. Or if you really want to do this, you can have your photographer touch it up and post. But I think that's still even a little assholey. To have it in yeah. post, take out the tats. Yeah. Well, this this was a crazy Facebook thread. Over 130 comments wow. lost their minds. Sarah P said, NTA for wanting her photos to look a certain way, but definitely TA for the way she sees her friend. Oh, yeah. She did do yeah. that diminutive thing of whatever else she's doodled on herself. Exactly. Oh, actually, hear me on that. What if she literally doodled them on herself, like they're prison style tats? I we're not I don't think that we're it's not on you to judge what anyone's tattoos subjectively mean to them. But what if I wear a shirt that says, you know, that has something dumb on it? Won't you judge me for that? Oh, you know, I mean, if you're good enough, my friend, that I'm going to put you in the wedding party. I, she clearly just doesn't like tattoos in general. Bridget D says, for the record, you could have quietly solved this during dress selection. So that's very similar to what you said. Yes. Kevin Hendricks dropping another Kevin Hendricks banger here. <laughs> Kevin, we got to get him on the pod. We got to get him on the pod. <laughs> NTA, your wedding can be as big of a narcissistic charade <laughs> as you want. It's one of our most self-indulgent traditions to allow people to go to great lengths to settle long-standing grudges against their friends and family. This includes being petty about the tiniest transgressions with no consequences. After all, you are paying for dinner. If you want a cookie cutter <laughs> Norman Rockwell baby boomer church photo, then your friend should flay herself. It's tradition. Oh my God. Your kids should learn the same in case they ever get excluded from a wedding because of how they look. Otherwise, they might get confused and think that a wedding is about more than aesthetics. And we Ooh. certainly wouldn't want that in 2019. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great comment. He's definitely skewering OP here. I mean, I think Respect. it's... I think it's ridiculous the idea that a child can't see tattoos. And yeah, and just in general, asking people to alter their appearance for your wedding definitely gets you into tricky territory. I've seen things like, would I be the asshole for asking my bridesmaid to dye her hair? That's nuts. To like to am I the asshole for kicking someone out of my wedding party because she's going to be pregnant at the time of my wedding? No, I've seen all types of crazy things. It's just, <laughs> it's such. People get into this idea that like everybody should look the same. First of all, I don't even like that look. I think you should have some Friday. I like when they do a little ombre with the dresses, whatever. That's my personal opinion. I guess I feel... But it just gets crazy. I had the thought that like, I wouldn't want someone with pink hair to be on my... But I would never be friends with someone with pink hair. So that's how I protect myself from there that situation. Go. Yeah. That's sort, of the, that's sort of the bigger picture strategy. Yeah. I think at best, if you want someone to dye your hair, then you got to pay for it. And I have friends I love with tattoos, by the way. Don't don't think people that Yeah, I, Danny has a tattooed friend. No, I got a lot <laughs> of tattooed friends. I, I got a couple. You know, and there's some people that have very tiny tattoos, you know? It's like, yeah. 
yeah, I got a tiny little sun by my ankle. Or like, like behind really? my ear. And you're like, okay. Yeah. All right. right. <laughs> Sloan S. Where does this stop? Tell your chubby friend to lose weight before the wedding because her look doesn't fit aesthetic. Tell Retweet. your friend with curly hair to perm it straight because it doesn't look as poised as you like it. Ask your tall friend to chop part of their <laughs> legs off because her height is too distracting. I agree. I yeah, mean, she's right. People just get on this crazy, slippery slope. You got to let go a little bit for your yeah. wedding. So I think we agree. Uh, ATA for asking my friend to cover her tattoos in my wedding photo. YTA. YTA. I tried. I tried. <laughs> you did. All right, guys. Well, that is the show. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Reminder that we do have a Patreon up. Patreon.com slash A-I-T-A-P-O-D. Patreon.com slash yeah. Pod. And also follow us on Instagram. Rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. And also give us any feedback. Tell us what you think. And yeah. uh, that's it. We'll see you soon. We'll see you next Monday. We will. <laughs>